Hey there, friend. This is Cynthia Lee, your confidence coach at capriciously.com, and I am the host of this awesome podcast, Unleashing Your Natural Confident Mindset. So what if I told you there was nothing wrong with you and that you don't need fixing at all? Do you know that you already have everything that you need to be confident and to live the exact life that you want? You only need to unlearn all of the bad programming and incorrect thinking you've been given to unleash the incredible power within you. In these podcast series, I'm going to share with you proven steps to help you to create that indestructible, natural confidence that only the 1% of society have in order for you to achieve your goals and to create that success on demand mindset and to live life on your terms. So if you haven't had the opportunity, do make sure that you check out www.capriciously.com. That's C-A-P-R-I-C-I-O-U-S-L-E-E.com to get more valuable information to help you to become the authentic and confident person that you were born to be. Hey there, friends. I want to do this video to explain a little bit about myself and why I started my coaching business, Capriciously LLC. However, to fully explain the story and why I started my business, I will take you back when I was six years old. My mother would always tell me that my skin was too dark, my nose was too big, and I wasn't girly enough. And I didn't speak as a proper girl should whatever that meant. Uh, She enrolled me in etiquette classes, cooking classes, sewing classes, and she made me do push-ups all the time because she said it will make my back strong and I wouldn't slouch. Uh, And I got in trouble all the time if I didn't cross my legs and presented myself as a proper lady should. Uh, she will always let me know that one day, you know, I will find my prince charming. So I always had to look nice when I left the house. And, you know, that that was just the way it was. Um, and what my mother did to me when I was six years old, I would never forget. She put bleaching cream on my face. And after school, she would put a clothespin on my nose to try to make my nose look smaller. Um, and my other brothers and sisters, they've seen this and to them it was like normal. Like, oh, Cynthia's sitting there with the clothespin on her nose. Um, and throughout my early childhood, I just felt so ugly. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt so small in this huge world and I couldn't escape it. My self-esteem and my confidence was at this lowest point. And then I made my way into the teenage years. And, you know, in my, in my teenage years, it was ingrained in me, like from an early age that I wasn't good enough and I wasn't beautiful. In high school, I like always try to remain unnoticeable and I wore dark colors and try to blend in and say nothing. Nobody's, nobody's gonna notice me if I don't say anything. <laughs> um, but the guys will always say that, you know, you're beautiful and I was prom queen my senior year in high school, but no matter what anyone said, I just didn't see that in myself. You know, I didn't see this prom queen. I didn't see this beauty that people were seeing. 
Um, and, and it's because my mother didn't see it at me. I, I never felt comfortable speaking up for myself either. And I found myself consistently being sexually harassed, violated, and after becoming a victim of date rape, I somehow, I found the courage to speak up for myself. And I told my mother what happened, only for her to tell the investigators that I was just playing around and not to take me serious. And it was at that moment, it served to me as a reminder that I was worthless. My words didn't matter. I felt so tiny and insignificant, and it was very depressing. I took um, antidepressants medications, therapy. It was the worst feeling ever. Um, and to escape my world, I, I joined the Army, thinking that a change in environment will allow me to find myself and discover myself. You know, who is Cynthia? Wrong. I only just isolated myself from everyone else in the world. I only went to my apartment. I went to work. My apartment went back to work. I didn't have any friends. And I always dressed in, in dark colors, you know, again, so I can not stand out in a crowd. I was silent, again, to so not stand out in a crowd. But in the military, I was still being sexually harassed by my supervisor. And in an attempt to stop the harassment, I spoke to another senior uh, female non-commissioned officer and it was horrible. She betrayed me. And for the next 12 months of my tour, it was hell on wheels. Not every female is your friend. And that was a hard lesson for me to understand. I was depressed and I ended up having a stillborn. I lost my first uh, son. I lost so much weight because I was too sad to eat. I, I couldn't eat. I wasn't sleeping. And again, I felt like my voice, my feelings, and my body didn't matter to anyone. I, I remember one day um, we had some people visiting our unit from, um, from a different command. And this female senior non-commissioned officer asked me to drive her around. And as we're driving around, she said, what's wrong? And I replied with nothing. She told me to tell her what was wrong. And she said, you know, I explicitly asked for you to take me out on my tour of the city because there was this sadness and emptiness in your eyes. And it was at that moment that I told her everything. And she responded to me with, you know, you don't have to deal with any of this. Your voice, how you feel and your body matters. It matters to you, so it should matter to everyone. And she helped fix the situation that I was in. As I walked through the mall later that day, uh, I saw this beautiful, dark-skinned woman with this huge afro. And her lips were so full, and she was wearing this bright pink dress. And I thought to myself, wow, she wants to be noticed. And I watched her almost glide through the mall with such confidence and beauty. And I said, I want that. I can change. I'm beautiful. I'm strong. I am capable. I am confident. And my voice has the power to command an army and it will be heard. I knew I had to change my mindset. I had these 
thoughts, these visions of myself that was ingrained in me from such a little girl, from my mother, saying that my skin was too dark. I'm not girly enough. I'm basically worthless. And I'll admit, it was hard. It was so hard because for so many years, I was just made to believe this one thing. But I started doing some techniques, um, using affirmations, and I started linking up with some strong, beautiful, confident women. And I'll admit, I was faking confidence for a while and it felt so uncomfortable. But these women, they gave me the power and the strength and reminded me that I was a queen. Having, I can't stress how important it is to having powerful, beautiful women on your team that supports you and reminds you the power that you have. Because I was out of my shell and I was never going back. And since being out of my shell, I was able to see the sadness and the emptiness in other women's eyes. And I made it my mission to empower those women, the teenagers, to realize their strength in their bodies. There's power in their voice and freedom to be authentic. My passion for helping women to realize their influence was more evident when I looked into my daughter's eyes when she was born. I remember kissing her on the forehead and I told her she was a beautiful, smart queen and her very presence will command an army if she want it. In my attempt to spread my reach, I opened my company Capriciously LLC. And I'll admit the word capricious has both a positive and a negative connotation. And though the negative is often a focal point since most humans tend to prefer a much more stable, predictable flow, I feel like the occasional capricious decision and impulsive move is a welcome deviation from that. Someone may call someone capricious as unpredictable, indicative of sudden change, or likely to suddenly to a sudden desire or a new idea. So with all the names that I've chosen for my business, right? Why did I choose the word capricious? For so many years, I felt like my voice was silenced, that I had to accept how things were and how things were gonna be. Regardless of whatever outside forces came in, I had to accept it. I had to go along with it. This is how it was, how it's gonna be, and how it will be. But when I regained my power back, my voice back, my confidence back, I became capricious. My very presence in a space displayed strength, grace, and poise. I became a capricious queen in a male-dominated IT career field, and I kept everyone on their toes. I kept everyone on their toes because they didn't know how I was gonna react, and my strength, in my voice, in my words, in my actions was mirrored with my poise and grace and beauty. I was free to speak my mind and make out my own decisions. I made my own decisions. They were very thought out decisions, but I was able to do what I wanted to do. I was me. And I was never gonna allow anyone ever again to dim my voice. I was not gonna let my situation ever control me again. 
I was in control. I am in control. I, I will be in control. So for the second part of my business name, I chose the word Lee. Lee is actually my middle name. Um, it's my mother's middle name. It's my grandmother's middle name. I felt like this cycle of raising women to be voiceless housewives, that needed to be stopped. And it was going to stop with me. Since coaching, I have seen hundreds of women and be empowered and to live their lives on their own terms. They started their business and they realized the beauty that they have inside and out. I've seen teenagers look into the mirror and realize that they're beautiful and their bodies matter. And I say I see because the only thing I did was I guided them. I, I guided them into seeing this vision. I guided them into realizing what they already do, that they're beautiful queens. And that is what makes me happy. That is my journey and my journey is still ongoing. I am still here. I am still helping. I'm still guiding. My powerful women, we know, we know that we are worthy, that we are capable of so much. We know this. I want to help. I want to help you. I want to help everyone. I just love this. So I hope to talk with you more. And that's it for me. Bye. Thank you for hanging out with me. And if you like what you're hearing and you want to continue to hear more inspirational and motivational coaching tips that's designed specifically to help you to obtain unshakable self-confidence, then be sure to subscribe. Also on capriciously.com, that's C-A-P-R-I-C-I-O-U-S-L-E-E.com, we have a number of courses and a membership program that is designed specifically to help you to master the art of being truly authentic to yourself and to have that unshakable self-confidence that you deserve. Also there, you can book your free consultation if you're interested in having me as your personal confidence coach. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. Go ahead. What are you waiting for? Check out capriciously.com and see how we can help you to get that unshakable confidence that you deserve.